0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. I received a piece of work from 91 in London. The headline was as follows, Macroscape, Neutral Matters. Then it goes on to say, for something that cannot be directly observed and changes through time, the neutral level of interest rates generates an awful lot of debate, says 91 investment strategist, Russell Silverstone. And Russell is with me now. Russell. Russell. I got the idea of neutral. I don't know why I think that neutral means, okay, you've got inflation at the moment, for example, in the United States above 8%, currently 8.5%. Interest rates are much, much lower than that. My idea of neutrality is when inflation comes down and interest rates go up and they meet somewhere near the middle. Clearly, I'm wrong, given your piece.
1: Well, I don't know about wrong, but as a theoretical concept, all it literally means, it's the interest rates at which monetary policy is neither stimulating the economy nor restricting it that's all it means and absolutely if you go back to what what you were saying it's not strictly what you've described there it's a more theoretical and and it's more medium term you know clearly as inflation goes up it comes back down again uh, interest rates are chasing to keep up but this is more about what's our compass point where are we going what level of interest rates do we think is compatible in the medium term? with price stability and full employment and obviously given what is happening to inflation it's a very very relevant concept at the moment and explains actually an awful lot of what we're seeing from central
0: bankers around the world. Yes indeed And talking about central bankers I like this first paragraph of your piece of work. It says here, the Federal Reserve Board of Dallas defines US neutral rates as the, and I'm quoting them now, theoretical federal funds rate at which the stance of Federal Reserve monetary policy is neither accommodative nor restrictive. It is the short-term real interest rate consistent with the economy maintaining full employment and associated price stability to convert this unobservable real interest rate into a normal nominal neutral policymakers simply add their inflation target that's you saying that at the end but what they want then is full employment which they've got in the states at the moment with associated price stability which they definitely don't have russell
1: yeah and that's exactly the point so if they make an assessment of of where neutral interest rates are they're still Let's go back to you know when they first started hiking rates. Yeah. Rates were zero, and the economy was recovering. Inflation was taking off. Their sort of game plan was, at the very least, we need to get back to what we think is a neutral level. And actually, you know, they now think um, interest rates need to be restrictive, um, i.e., they need to go above that sort of you know that, that neutral level we've just been discussing. Um, and and that that's why I sort of described it in the piece as a sort of a start. It's like a compass point. You know, this is where we need to get to, and in theory, from what they at least what they think, you know, if we get above that level, that's going to slow the economy. And of course, as the economy slows, inflation could come down. It is all theoretical, but the point is, you know, at least it's something to go on. You know, it gives us a good guide of, of, of where policy is going. And that's why it's a, you know, a very relevant concept
0: at the moment. Yes, indeed. And what about the difference between different regions, different central bankers? Because we've spoken about the US, but let's go to Europe now. European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde declared the following. The ultimate destination of our policy remains the same, which is to progressively raise interest rates to a broadly neutral setting. This is remarkably similar to the Federal Reserve statement back in March, you say. Who's ahead and who's behind? Who's ahead in this race to achieve neutrality?
1: Oh, the Fed, no doubt at all. If you look at where interest rates are now, we had a, a 0.75% increase. So in nominal terms, their target is two and a quarter to two and a half. On their own estimates, they are at a neutral setting. The ECB have only just started raising interest rates. So they obviously increased half percent last month. But the, re- the real issue here is you know, we know where we think the Fed thinks. If that makes sense, neutral yeah. interest rates are. So we now know they are in neutral. The real problem with the European Central Bank is they don't really know where it is, um, and so we sort of embarked on this journey without actually knowing, you know, the stopping point of, of 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 neutral. And that's 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 causing all sorts of problems. You know, if you if you if you accept my my sort of analogy of of neutral being a compass point, you know, the ECB has started hiking rates in a in a pretty inefficient monetary union. Um, without really knowing where they're going. And, you know, I I, I personally think that's quite
0: dangerous. I think the whole thing is very dangerous because there's three opposing forces here. If you take the United States, okay, the economy should be slowing down a bit according to GDP numbers, gross domestic product. But on the other hand, you're at full employment. We saw recent jobs numbers reinforcing that view. And at the same time, inflation, while not running right and actually easing back according to the, the latest CPI data from the States, the point is that each one of those in isolation requires a different monetary policy stance to my simple mind I think
1: that's right I mean uh, to come to the defense of, of policymakers for a moment you know they they have to make these decisions in, in real time and when you know economies are, are moving slowly and when inflation is stable it's 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 a relatively easy thing to do but you know when when, when you come out of a, a global pandemic that you know literally saw economies fall double digits and bounce back again yeah is extremely hard and and, and that's why, you know having some sort of compass point is 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 such an important concept of course you know that compass point could be could be misleading in itself it could be that actually you know the level of interest rates that that needs to get inflation down and keep an economy at full employment could actually be higher you know, it might be near a three or three and a half percent, in which case interest rates need to go even higher than, than we think they do. But certainly in, in Europe, you know, they, they, they've started on this journey and they flatly refuse to even discuss where where they're going. And you don't have to handhold markets all the time. But on the other hand, you don't want to create excess volatility because it just undermines what they're trying to do. So, yeah, I mean, my, my view here was I think the Fed are trying their hardest. They're communicating very clearly and the ECB are, are, are literally saying, we don't know where neutral is, and we'll worry about it later. Um, well, that's dangerous, isn't it? Causing, well, no, that, that's exactly the point. It, you know, it's it's bordering on dangerous, and and, and I've actually been stronger than that I, I think it's quite irresponsible. Actually, when you when you think about the vulnerabilities in the eurozone.
0: Yes, indeed. I mean, why does all this matter? I mean, this is this is the point. I mean, you're in the f- financial services industry, you have a responsibility to your clients, and that responsibility really lies in the markets, the performance of the markets, and your interpretation of the performance of the markets. So you say after all, neutral rates are theoretical. Quite simply, if one knows the destination and route for monetary policy, it helps anchor financial markets, and so lowers volatility. And that's what you want. You want nice, steady markets, lower volatility, and the up and down movements, which we have seen a little bit of this, this year. And in fact, the last couple of years, that's uh, not unacceptable, but certainly gives you some challenges. So this is terribly important to you, Russell.
1: I think it's important to us in putting uh, clients, but I, I think it's important as well to to underline economies and, and obviously everyone that's that's involved in those economies. So us as us citizens, you know, I've I've used the example of Italy here. You know, if if markets think neutral let's pluck a number out of the air in, in the eurozone is two percent and that's where you know rates are going that's one thing if actually neutral turns out to be a three or four percent in the in the user you think is unlikely but it is it, possible then the implications for italy are terrible and, and italian taxpayers so so it, so it matters you know not just to financial markets it, it matters that you know it, i think it matters to individuals in countries as well and, and 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 you know we need to we need to some have some idea of the destination so people People can plan and realize you know what's going to happen to their mortgage rates and sort of to government finances and so on and so forth but just sort of just by sort of you know beginning to sort of enter a hiking cycle which don't forget we haven't seen in europe for, for over 10 years and then said actually we're not really sure where we're going and we'll worry about it later
0: i think is extremely dangerous what is your call cool at 91 your theoretical call cool? because the word theoretical has come up a number of times in our podcast Russell, what do you think is going to happen? We, and we'll use the two main ones that we've referenced earlier on, the United States of America and the Eurozone. What do you think?
1: Yep. I think that the Fed, uh, their sort of neutral setting for interest rates is is about right. It's like it's two and a half, it might be slightly higher. And so what that means in practice is, is to slow the economy, rates need to go above two and a half, three percent. We're nearly there. So we think rates get to sort of three and a half, if things don't slow down they're going to four percent in the eurozone and this is this is again where we're struggling that neutral level of interest rates is going to vary across countries you know in italy it's probably zero you know germany perhaps pre the the sort of gas crisis they're going through it was probably more like one and a half percent best guess in in the eurozone because we have got no guidance is rates probably get to sort of one and a half percent something like that but you know europe is 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 about to enter into recession and you know unemployment is structurally high and all things being equal that should actually mean that this sort of neutral level of rates in Europe is, is lower. So, yeah,
0: that's the view at the moment. Russell, thanks so much for your analysis. Russell Silverstone is an investment strategist at 91 in London. This podcast is a marketing communication and is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of 91. In South Africa, 91 is an authorized financial services provider. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position